I invite you to stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel. From Luke chapter 15. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coins that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angel of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Earlier this week, one of my best friends, Kristen, called me. We met while I was on internship in Las Vegas. She's the youth minister there at Community Lutheran, and I am constantly amazed at the work she does. She leads the large and growing children and youth ministry. She preaches on Sundays. She leads the adult medical mission trip to El Salvador. She's incredible. And earlier this week, she called me in tears. She was preaching this weekend too, and she called me crying because she wasn't sure how she could possibly preach on today's readings, feeling as lost as she did. I asked Kristen if I could share her story today because it was so inspiring to me in how I thought about being lost, and I'm so grateful that she agreed to let me share this. Kristen was diagnosed at a young age with autoimmune disorders that have since grown and changed into multiple. It is often difficult for her, and she constantly wants to be strong and brave and just be the leader that she is called to be. And sometimes the stress and exertion of her work can be so much for her. And over the last few months, her hair started falling out. She's 31, with beautiful, long, dark hair that has become a huge part of her identity, and it's been falling out slowly at first, but over the last few weeks, she would be out with friends, and a huge chunk of her hair would break and fall off. It has been mortifying, and when she called me this week, she had just been to a shop to look at wigs, only to find that the most remotely believable one was at least $300, not covered by insurance. And so we talked for a while on the phone. We talked about being lost, about not knowing what to do or where to go, about feeling alone in this, and like sheep or coins, we often experience circumstances that are out of our control and make us feel out of control. I know how that feels. <laughs> Eventually, we got to a point in the conversation 
where I started thinking about the options she has. And so I said to her really quietly, what if you shaved your head? What if you owned this lostness that you're feeling? What if you shared what you're going through in your preaching, in your ministry with your youth? What if the hardest part of being found, or being lost, is of being actually found <coughs> and seen? Being vulnerable and open to the ways in which God might be working in those uncontrollable and difficult circumstances. And as I said that to her, my own eyes filled with tears, but I didn't tell her that. And thankfully, she couldn't see me through the phone because I wanted to be strong for her in that moment, but my heart ached for her so much. I teared up for all the ways I have felt lost in my own life, from the very physical lost in a grocery store as a child, to the ways in which depression and anxiety can make me feel emotionally lost, and even the ways that I have felt lost from God in my life, spiritually wandering the wilderness, just waiting to be found, I love the bulletin cover that Kim, our secretary, chose for today. It says that leaving the 99 behind and going and searching for the one seems irrational and senseless unless you are that one. And I had that in my mind as I listened to my best friend cry. Eventually she said, how hard is it to shave your head by yourself? I told her, I think that you could do it, but I don't think you should do this alone. And so she nodded. I also told her, you probably don't want to make this decision right now, as we're in the midst of our tears and our lostness, but let yourself feel this and pray about the ways in which God might be here. And so that night, she had youth group, and the following night, she knew she had a doctor's appointment. So she was going to talk to this new doctor the next day. And at youth group, she told her high school's about what her high school students, about what was going on. And most of them kind of had an idea about her autoimmune stuff, but not to the extent that she was experiencing this hair loss. She shared how hard it was, how lost she had been feeling. And very quickly, they were able to move into laughter together, into jokes about what they might do now that she'll have a shaved head, and jokes about whiteboard markers, and. <laughs> They were able to find some joy in that moment. And then as they moved into Bible time, the kids started sharing their own stories. Stories of recent addiction and recovery. Stories of abuse and healing. Stories of feeling alone and ashamed and not knowing where to go. These high school kids, in that space with their youth minister, Kristen helped them to feel like they could be found too. And Friday, Kristen called me after her doctor's appointment. Her new doctor, who she just found through a church member, went over her history with her and asked her how long it had been since her trip to El Salvador. He knew that she had been working with hundreds of children in a human environment, and he had a theory. The hair loss might be from the autoimmune issues, but it could be something else, too. So he took some samples and went back to the lab and it turns out while she was in El Salvador, because of her immune issues, because of the ministry she was doing, Kristen had contracted a bacterial infection that was attacking her hair. An infection that was treatable and curable, and that the hair loss would not be permanent. Before that, though, 
it would get worse before it got better, and her doctor agreed that she might want to shave her head because her hair will continue to fall out even as she's being treated. And so Friday night around 10 o'clock, I got a text message with a photo of one of my best and most inspiring friends smiling ear to ear in her mirror with a pile of her hair on the counter. And the photo is so beautiful, and she is so beautiful in that moment, in that freedom of being totally found. And so we celebrated over the phone in our hearts, rejoicing with this moment of really being seen and being free. And as she shares her story this weekend in her social media and in her own preaching, I am so thankful for her because it is so hard to talk about being lost. And most of us have experienced this feeling in some way or another, and sometimes the most difficult part is just being found being seen and letting others care for you, letting others help to guide you and be with you in those moments. And for Jesus, he tells the Pharisees and the scribes these parables of a lost sheep and a lost coin. He's pointing to those people who have come to the table to eat with him, to listen to him, people who are likely feeling lost, people who are experiencing some of the most broken things of this world, who are lost in sin or addiction or in societal norms, throughout our readings today, we might find ourselves in those lost people, in those found people. From Exodus with the Israelites who had given up on Moses and had begun to search elsewhere for hope, from Moses who desperately bargains with God, reminding God of God's own promises to find and lead these people, from 1 Timothy, the author names their own lost history of violence and persecuting others and the ways in which Jesus has found them and saved them in order to share this grace and faith with the world. In our gospel, the tax collectors and sinners who gather around Jesus are often the lost of society, not welcomed and not part of the community, alone and afraid and unsure of where to go and who to turn to, and Jesus finds them. Just like Jesus finds each of us and rejoices that we have been found. And so for all of those moments where we find ourselves lost, in tears, unsure of where to go or who to go to, for all those moments where we feel alone, for all the times we find ourselves in tears because we don't see a way out, Jesus is there searching for us reaching out for us, climbing into the dark corners of our lives and pulling us up out of them, Jesus goes to the cross to find us, to save us, to bring us new life where we can be free, so that we can go out into the world sharing the grace and faith that we have been given in Jesus, so that we can celebrate in the moments when we feel lost and celebrate when we can find one another, so that we too can rejoice in this freedom of being found. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.